0: Bounds. My name is Patch Wetzel. I am your host tonight. This is a podcast on resiliency where we connect people to their passion for purpose. And so we do that without judgment, expectation, competition, or comparison. We just allow our guests to come as they are and share their life with us the dream, the passion, the legacy, the impact and all that they wish to create. I'm so excited tonight to share with you, my dear friend, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for being here today. I want to ask, you, what was it that I said that you want to be part of our show?
1: Well. Of course, I love you so much, Pat, but I really like the fact that we're talking about resiliency and, you know, bouncing back and pivoting and, you know, recreating ourselves. So I know you always have that vision. So I'm glad to support you in that and share my ideas with you as well. Yes. Yes. So what do you
0: want to tell our viewers and our listeners about you?
1: Well, I think I'm a good listener um hopefully I'm a good friend (laughs) um I care a lot about people (laughs) I care a lot about people and I really love people and that's that's probably why I'm in this business because I love people and I love to connect so that's really a big thing for me you know I I think I'm like I said I'm a good listener I know my daughters call me every day and they listen to I listen to them more than they listen to me but I try to not judge I try to listen and be objective um but yeah I think I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm a kind person and I don't know. So tell them about this concept of the salt
0: cave. Because until I met you, I had never heard of a salt cave before. Tell them about how you got involved in this business.
1: <laughs> well, um It's very interesting. So several years ago, let's see, it was four and a half years ago, probably my husband um, decided to retire early. Um, And so I had had a balloon decorating business for like 20 years, three years prior to that. And um, I've always been very entrepreneurial all my life. And, um, you know, when my husband said he wanted to retire, I said, well, we need to start another business. So I didn't know what that business exactly was going to be. So um, we talked a lot about it, what we wanted, what kind of characteristics the business would be. And I know for me, and I still can see that, I, I'm very visual, so I can still see this list in my head of what I wanted, the, and I always go like this because I see the lines on the paper of how I wanted this business to be. So I wanted it to be service to others, something we could do together, something holistic, um, something just really fun and uplifting, something to raise the vibration, something community-based. So we talked and talked, and we talked to lots of other people, and nobody could, none of us could decide what it was. And then one day, I visioned and meditated, and then I was given the vision of the cave. And it wasn't quite clear, you know, very crystal clear to me what it was. And then like, I thought, well, gosh, maybe this means I'm supposed to go find a cave somewhere and meditate and I'll get my answer. I mean, it was so weird. And then the second time I, you know, so several more times. And then finally I saw some some salt in the cave. And then I was like, huh, I wonder what that is. And so then I researched it and I said, oh, it's halo therapy um, or salt therapy, dry salt therapy so basically then you know the cave is how I visioned it so I saw all the architecture in the cave like I have arches in there and things and it's really beautiful um so that's basically everything I visioned so that's how it all came about and it's kind of weird because I usually am very thoughtful about things I don't um I don't make decisions real quickly. You know, I need to really think about things a lot. But for some reason, I knew that's what I was supposed to do. And I just kind of, I said, Rob, here's what we're going to do. And we both just ran with it. I still can't believe I did that. As I look back now, I'm like, what was I thinking? But it's because it was so divinely read. Yeah, the creation of
0: gaze to me is architectural model. I yeah. mean, in the middle of the time, it's the right side of the outer belt, it's in a strip mall. Mm-hmm. And to invent something as amazing as that, it, like I said, it's divine. Because I can't, I, I couldn't even put those things together. But of course, the dream that was your calling and it was your purpose. I mean, literally, it was your purpose. And there's something about you when I see you outside of the cave, and you're there in your, in your element. So this salt earth, yeah, God, but element—it really is all of you. So what do you want to create with who do you want to reach with this dream this purpose calling
1: well you know the, the the salt itself the it's it's pharmaceutical grade salt well i'll tell you about you know you you know but with the cave people lie down in a zero gravity chair for 45 minutes they listen to some beautiful tibetan bull music it's very dimly lighted in the cave we have five 250 pound salt mm. lamps in there which are emitting the negative ions. So, I mean, the atmosphere in there is just so warm and lovey it's and it's, it's really mm, kind of enchanting. So anyway, my point is um, the people that I wanna reach um, are people with respiratory issues because the salt does help with uh, any kind of respiratory issues like allergies, sinusitis, um, ex, eczema dermatitis wound healing you know just so many things so it's very Wings. healing for a lot of people so but it's also really fun um, it's really fun to come to the cave with friends and especially now you know it's a safe place because it is the salt is antiviral um, it's also antibacterial, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, so many things. But it's a fun place to come with friends and just kind of unwind together and just relax. So Mostly, are we have women that come to the cave, but also some men come to the cave too and love it. Uh, but mostly it's the women, and you know, then they drag their husband along, and then the husband actually—it's so funny because a lot of these men. We just had a gentleman last night, and he just loved it, and he actually had kind of a spiritual experience while he was in there, and he was like, "This was new to him," and he's like, "Is is that is that normal?" And I was like, "Yeah, that kind of happens because you get so relaxed that now your mind is open to so many other things and." And you get into that kind of meditative or that in-between state. So we're looking, you know, uh, we don't service children because it is kind of a quiet environment. And it is, we don't allow any electronics because we want people to relax in there. Plus, we don't want the electromagnetic frequency in there. So mostly women, friends, but we love having men. I mean, we're not supposed to have men in there. <laughs> so, but anyone with allergies, COPD. That any was kind the of thing when I
0: went in was because no electronics, I had no time piece of me. Literally having a timer use your Christian time the outside world. I mean yeah. literally just go in this and it's one of those things that people just really need to experience. Sometimes I can't I mean, I'm gross, and I can't even like the words to describe that just, just feeling of folding of calm. Um, of total relaxation mm-hmm. and more always really do enough foundation because I'm kind of also in my fear. People do not rest enough. Oh Lord no and this is the thing that you, this is what you offer mm-hmm. rest, total rest relaxation restoration waiting right. mind quieting emotions shut up world and it's just right. this incredible package. It's literally in Forgive me, but Ron, and you go there, and you're, oh, you have that. What do you call that? Means it's not anise. What do you call that? Call what? The the thing, the the thing, the, the sound, the binaural, bi- B- B- what do you call the, the sound? Like, they're saying about this, because it's it, it's close, so even sound is changed. It is. Safe. Uh-huh, right. Yeah. It's, it's very amazing. amazing. So, yeah. I mean, this is such a strange wonderful, and amazing concept um where did you have the resources to help
1: you realize this dream, this concept well it took some cash flow and <laughs> that was hard but yeah we pulled a lot of people together um we had you know a team helping us build the cave um You know, and I was, it was actually like putting a puzzle together because we had to order all the materials from Pakistan. Then we had to get big men to bring them in. (laughs) Then we have to, you know, put them on the walls. We had to use a substance that was, you know, green, that wasn't toxic or anything like that. So that was a lot of challenge. And then it was kind of like putting a puzzle together, putting all the pieces together and creating the, all the elements it was a lot of work. Yeah. But anyway, it's, it's it's good. But you're right, though. People do not unplug. And I think, you know, we're all so driven all the time. And I know I find myself doing it. You know, I come home at night and I sit with my little, little baby laptop and I, I tell myself, I'm going to sit down and watch TV and enjoy it. Then, for you know what? I'm typing away on my computer. And, you know, we're we're all just, I think people are just too, too busy. And I think people really enjoy that. I love it when they come out of the cave and, you know, their shoulders drop and they just go... Oh my God. That was lovely. You know, cause it's like they don't get to experience that. And then of course they sleep really well at night after they've been in the cave. Everyone says that. So Mm-hmm. yeah you're right and you know it's different yeah because it it's a whole experience and it is just calming it, it, that's a good word because it's not only at the moment it's kind of
0: like over like several hours, afterwards you can see the difference it's actually to me like can't enough almost it's one of the things you need to do it for all time because right. it's as practice um right Breathing is practice. People apart from you know, if they are just used to that, a stress manifests itself in it's it the physical forms that's happy, high blood pressure, diabetes, high cholesterol and all that, and in just breathing you know, with the magic that comes from breathing and then I in breath, of course, and breath course. then breathing that's altar. It's like it's clear, of the is great. Right? I feel it behind my eyes. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then you know, when you're in, on top of that, Leslie, you've taken on a big challenge add on space to the of that. Right. So so
1: what we did was uh, the build the business um, next door to us wanted to downsize. so that space became available for us. So we knocked down the wall and we built out that whole area. It's the same size as what we have now. so we've doubled our space. So we added a yoga and event space, and then we added four practitioner rooms. So th- those mm-hmm. practitioner rooms can be used by practitioners who offer like maybe Reiki, massage, Um, Crystal healing all kinds of different uh, services that they offer energy work. So then we have practitioners who rent the rooms like by the hour monthly part time that kind of thing. So then we have as I say our yoga space and patch you've been there in our yoga space and teaching so you know what that's about so it's a nice little space yay so it's a very nice space and um we can accommodate quite a few people in there we've got some sunlight and things coming out so i think it's got a good chi in there um but there's you know we're offering yoga i i just can't wait because there's a lot of different things i want to offer in there so we can help to build community like seniors i can't wait to do cheer yoga with them you know i want people to feel like it's a place to come together and and be with one another but we have different forms of yoga. Now, um, we also rent this space Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Like hourly for like, you know, birthday parties, um, baby showers, business meetings. Um, and then they, they can do, do, even do retreats and things in there and then come to the cave and just relax and have a good time there. Um, so let's see, what else? And we also, on the um, in the wellness center, we also offer our private room for four people that has a foot bath uh, for four people. So that makes a really fun time for maybe four people to come together and do a foot foot bath group uh, together. They can also go in the salt cave together. Um, We also have another private room that has two bio heated biomats in there. So that's a very relaxing, calming uh, session as well. It's good for any kind of joint issues. Fibromales, so all kinds of things like that. It's very relaxing. And then we've also added a sauna. So we have a lot of services right. going on there. Um, and it's just you know very relaxing, very calming, like I say. I forgot
0: about the sauna. Of course, because I just installed the sauna uh, shortly after uh, the pandemic hit. You know, so forget about the sauna. And sauna is like, well, you get it that you're going to go a lot of juice in there. That's, so, you also, so on top of that, in space, you still have so, your, your space is literally of activity. You all have merchandise that you sell. Tell us a little bit of the merchandise that you sell building.
1: Oh, so we have some fun things in our retail space. Um, and it's so fun because I've I've, um, I've added a lot of um, more inspiration inspirational products as well and I'm so excited you know and I think that's why I was in the balloon business because I decorated for weddings and things like that but then I would also deliver like bouquets and and things like that to children in the hospital or college kids you know always and I'd say oh, oh, yeah, I know from that. Mom. <laughs> you know I love that that emotional feeling of sharing and I, that's why now I love to do that at the cave so we have a lot of little things like one of my favorite little things. We just had are some little baby turtles and they're very heavy. They're silver. And then they say something really sweet on it. Like thinking of you, love you. Or um, <laughs> I, I gave awesome. one to my daughter and you think I gave her like a $10,000 thing. She went on and on about how, Oh, that was so kind of you to think of me, mom. And, Oh, it's just so cute. She put, she has it on her desk at work. So a lot of people buy those for all their friends. You know, they say, oh, I want to give to all my friends. And now I can ship them to their friends because a lot of people, don't, you know, can't come in at right now. And so then I can mm-hmm. help them by just sending them to the mm-hmm. someone with a nice little message. And, um, you know, of course, we have we have jewelry, of course. I, I have a thing for jewelry. Yes. Uh, and uh, we have, of course, our salt lamps. So the salt lamps are beautiful. A lot of different shapes. We have like angels yes. and um, abundance bowls that have like little balls, energy balls in them. And you can use those to massage your your skin, you know, nice, warm, fuzzy ball. <laughs> um, just some all different shapes of uh, the Himalayan salt lamps and all that. So they're, they're really wonderful. Obviously, you know, you can put them by your bedside. They help you to breathe a lot better. They clear the electromagnetic frequency, um, they clear any toxins, odors, gosh, so many different things. And they're beautiful. It's not, nice and blue. So many nice things. Lots of other things, too. So we have a lot of... Um, shameless
0: plug, so patch.
1: So we have a lot of products like, um, you know, sage. Yeah, and, yeah, so
0: my shameless plug is I patch with that connect thingy. That's right, the, the connecty thingy.
1: That, We've got the connecty thingy. Is for that
0: my connecting thing yeah yeah <laughs> so and that was all we well the people that's yes. what we do i at the short that's yes. what it is yeah yeah so yeah. let's let's get to the to the nitty gritty um leslie so when you were starting this out. I don't know about, you. I've got some people who, for lack of a better term, they're my doubters, my nailers, my haters, if you would. they ah, she's gonna fail, ah, whatever, she's crazy, whatever. So what we say to someone who wants to venture is same path as you, who if they had, you know, if, if they believe in, worst well, of all, I'm one of those loving persons I know, and it comes out of your pores. I mean, you walk into your space and you literally feel the love. I, I don't know what it is. It's not even because you have, you said, you know, a cleansing smell when you walk in. And then you've got the people. The, the people that are in everything, it fosters relation of kindness, of kindness, but, you know, and I yours, but there were somebody who used the same concept as you. Advice would you give them?
1: You no, know, we feel protective of what we have. And that, you know, I'm very protective of my concept. And and I. it is hard. I don't want to share what I have come up with. I've had people that ask, literally, I need to see your business plan. I'm going to the bank tomorrow. I'm like, what? No, you know, um, because it's you know, it's my thing. I've created this, you know, or co-created with the universe, and um, it's hard to share my concept. I guess my specifics, you know, of my business, you know, salt cave. If you were to, if you were in a
0: position to speak to someone about following their purpose, hmm. what would you say to them?
1: Well, I would say be clear on your purpose, be clear on your vision. You know, I write, like to write things down. So I would say just go and write everything down that you want to do, how you're going to do it, find people who will support you. Um, you may not want to share your ideas with, you know, your girlfriend, maybe you'd rather share it with um, someone who is a big thinker, like you are, maybe like, you know, I think you know, no offense to my husband, but he's not a big thinker. Um, so I choose those people who I collaborate with and like my daughter, she's, she's a big thinker. So we talk about these, we literally get those papers up on the wall or we use our whiteboard. We filled up the whole room actually before it's kind of amusing, but, um, you know, just kind of get your ideas out on paper, really be clear on your vision, you know, be strong, support yourself with those who are really going to support you. Um, and, and other people may not see your vision at first, you just have to be really clear on your own vision of where you're headed. Um, I'd say, you know, networking is, is a wonderful thing to meet with other people, you know, really, you can't just stay in your own head, you know, you really have to branch out call in other people who will support you, you know, you need to take care of yourself, you know, get some good rest, you know, exercise, you know, really, I never realized this until after I've had my business that your business's energy is dependent upon your energy. So your energy and the business's energy are one and the same. So if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not taking care of your business. So you need to really, I have found that. Wow. The hard way. <laughs> so so you got to keep your energy up and take good care of yourself and meditate. I you know, I meditate often. I vision. I, I write down my goals. I write down my, uh, you know, what I, you know, my, what I want, cause I am a good little manifester. So I like to, I write down what I expect to manifest and what those specific goals are, like what income, you know, what this, what that, and then surround yourself. You know, if you, you know, people that are going to be supporting you, you know, or working with you or in your business, you know, if you have like a front desk person or something, you really need to make sure that person and you are on the same wavelength, like, you know, not just anybody can do that. And you need to make sure you have the same vision together. When the going gets tough, finish that sentence for me. How do you cope with the stresses
0: of the job? Because well, was, you're teaching yeah. rest. You're Talking about restoration, taxation, and restoration, um, you know. But I'm sure that there are stresses that come with a job. So, yeah. how do you cope with all that, and how right. do you
1: keep going? Yeah, it's all that background stuff, because, yes, what we do teach is rest and relaxation and then self-care. So I have to practice what I preach, you know, and I want to come across as well as being calm and relaxed. But yes, I say that when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, we're survivors and we make lemonade. I know a lot of people get, you know, I've been very stressed out over this pandemic and they've kind of wanted to just give up. And it's it's been hard. But I think, you know, we need to pivot, you know, things don't remain static and we've always got to be receptive and open to new ideas. Um, Like you, you've pivoted. And at first, you know, that was really scary when all this went down and, you know, it's like you have to shut down. There's no income coming in for your business. It's like, what? So it's like, well, what else can we do? You know, let's try to, you know, like you did, we all kind of went to, we would look into online, options. We looked into what we did is we just took that time to go in deeper inside and deeper into the business. We delved a little dove a little deeper, I guess you could say. And we refined some of our processes, the way we do things. We Maybe we, we did a lot of computer things that we have, you know, we, 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 we got stronger, I guess, is I feel like I'm, I got my foundation stronger so that then when all this is behind us, then uh, now I'll be ready to go and, 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 with it, you know, I, I just, you can't just sit down and die um, and it is stressful and so for me personally, you know, like I just need, I like to walk, go for a walk, something to just kind of disengage from, because I know for myself, if I get overwhelmed, you know, it's that fear or flight kind of a thing. And it's like, it can be immobilizing and then, you know, you're done. So it's like, I think you need you just need to step away. I like to go in the cave and I just sit in there and breathe. And that just, it gets me so relaxed because the negative ions in there. So Built in. Yeah, it's right there for you. I'm so lucky. That's awesome. (laughs) So yeah, just thinking of other ideas. And that's what we've been doing recently. And, you know, now I've got my little baby laptop and I go out to, I'll go out for lunch maybe, or just go sit outside and then put all these ideas down. Because once I change the environment, I have new energy, or maybe I just listen to spirit and say, what is it that, that I should, you know, what direction would you like to see me go? And I have to realize it's not it's not about me. It's about my business. So recently, I've been asking the cave what direction it wants to go in. Instead of me saying, "Well, we need to do this, this, and this," I'm listening to what the cave wants. And the cave wants to nurture people and to um, provide joy and to provide connection and all that. I'm getting so much more information from the cave itself. I I know it sounds like man, it may sound silly, but it's not. Um, so yeah. I just uh, you just just you know get creative, and that's the thing. You have such a creative mind,
0: I think, to be able to conceptualize something. Like this, I mean, it takes a creative mind, and so talking about you know this stuff that you're doing, the the what you've already engineered, what you've already created. What would you like lasting impact to be? Because, you know, with the patchwork, with IHandPatchwork.com, I, I it's all about being the change, being the difference, how you want to remember, and about So. What would you like, what kind of would that like for you? you paint a picture well, I would, legacy?
1: Yeah, I'd really like, you know, to create community. I, you know, we do a lot of work. Uh, we do some things for uh, single moms. You know, I was a single mom myself. And, you know, I feel they can y- use some support. So we like to do some group activities for single moms to support them and help them to feel loved and, Honored. Um, So, I mean, there are a lot of things like that I love to do. Um, I would like to be able to feel that, you know, we provide a a community, you know, I'd like to see something to do to help families, you know, maybe to help families in crisis. Um, I don't know, just you know, I, I mean, I just right now, I just love to see people relaxing and calming. And I think we're all going through a lot of stress right now. And I want, like, especially moms, you know, they just kind of chill yes. and relax. And, and, you know, they just, I mean, right now, they've got so many choices and decisions and things to do for their family. And they forget to take care of themselves. You know, they're the most, they really are important. And they lead the, I think they lead the family. And that's where it all stems from. So it's like just getting us all back, calm, relaxed getting the joy back, um, you know, and, and, you know, maybe for children, you know, who are really challenged and they can't express themselves, you know, I'd love to do more nonviolent communication work, you know, with families. Um, and I'm excited about that. Cause I know several people who do like coaching and they help families to communicate. So, I mean, I'd love for our place to be a sense of community. That's always been the thing that I've wanted was a sense of community and belonging and, um, you know, just how we can support one another. Um, and I love to do, you know, I love to do like things for nonprofit organizations. We do like fundraising events and things like that. Um, just, you know, getting the word out. I know. And that's true. love it. Giving, we have a giant heart,
0: seriously. Um, what do think of you? I knew you as this loving, really freaking amazing woman. You're very, very kind and you're very approachable even when you're already spread thin when I come to you about anything. It doesn't matter what I come to you with. You're going, <laughs> how can I help you? You will draw everything. Come to me. And blah, blah, blah. So I want to know where that comes from. Is that from like family? Is that like a job? Is that an experience? How do you develop this sense of just Loving kinds all the time to others?
1: I don't know. And you know, we laugh about it because. I know, like when Don comes in to do intuitive sessions in the cave. You know, I love to put blankies on people, and it's so cute because they all—the moms, especially—they go, "Oh, I get tucked in. I love this." And we laugh about it because Don always says, "I'm the the den mom, the den the room mom, or the den mom in the cave, <laughs> the den mother." And I'm like, you yeah, know, that's kind of my thing. I love nurturing. I love taking care of people. I just love it. And then sometimes if somebody won't let me put their blanket, I'm like, oh, please let me nurture you. And they're like, you know, and they're like, okay. And a lot of men don't like to have that experience. You know, they're funny about it. And I, and I, and I think that really says something. It really does though, because it's really more than just that. It's like, cause it's like, I'm allowed, will you allow me to give you love, you know? And some people aren't comfortable with that. And I find that very interesting. I deal with it yeah. often, but you know, but anyway, and I, I love my girls, you know, and my daughters and, you know, I laugh about it because I always listen to them and, um, I try not to judge. I don't, I don't judge. I don't anything. And I try to feedback what they tell me. And I don't know. It's just my thing. I just love people. Um, you know, and I would say 99.9% like, Because oh, you're sweet. No, that's you. You're the loving
0: one. Well, after a while you just go, I'm done, you know, but you're not, you're like this <laughs> fountain. You can't. Uh. <laughs> so I You're love funny. that about you. I know. So oh. okay. So let's shift a little bit. What was the worst job you've ever had when you oh, ever before you started your business? What's the worst job you've ever had?
1: Well, my first job I got fired from because <laughs> I was working as a high school student <laughs> in a in a in a uh, movie theater, and I wasn't aggressive enough selling the um, candy behind the counter. <laughs> So I got fired um, and I'm not, I don't see myself as being a salesy person. That's why it's always hard for me when people come in my, the lobby, you know, look at my, my, um, my products and things, but that's why I only purchase products that I'm excited about. So when people come in, I say, Oh, let me show you this. I get all excited. And, and then they start, you know, they see what I'm talking about and, and they get excited. But um, yeah, I got fired from that, but most of my jobs have been like, I think, in the beginning, I was working in secretarial. Um, you know, my degree is in social work, but um, you know, after when I first got divorced, I needed a job, a job really quickly. Oh, yeah. so I got into secretarial, and I really did not like it because I worked for all A-type men, and they were all presidents of companies and things like that. And um, you know, I like to be a warm, fuzzy person, and and you know, that was not returned by you know you, you know that's not what they do. <laughs> And that was hard for me. And I'm a communicator. I like to ask yes. questions. You're like, what do you mean you're going to China? you like, I had a boss that just flew out the door one day because I'm going to China get me a hotel room. And I'm like, what? You know, what part, you know, and I want to ask all these questions and it's okay, you know, but I'm a communicator. And then for me, that's very hard when people don't like to um, go on, you know, give me more details. So, and I've taught my husband how to do that too now. Because when he talks to people, I'll say, "What did they say about this and that?" So now he asks questions in advance. Because he goes, "I'm going to ask you all these questions because I know my wife will ask me, so I got to be prepared." (laughs) But anyway, but that was um, yeah, those were, hmm, yeah, I guess that was the worst. That's the worst. But well, no, the worst really was was a customer service job and again, and I worked, you know, some of the supervisors were young kids, and, you know, come to find, and here I am, old, and then I'd ask questions about this, the computer system, and things like that, well, come to find out, they didn't know what they were doing, so instead, they would just ignore me, or be like, oh, I'll be there, and, you know, you've got, meanwhile, you've got someone on the phone having a crisis, and you're trying to figure things out, so, and my daughter is that way, too, we're both good negotiators, like my daughter, especially, she's so kind, and She'll listen. She says, um, works for an insurance company and she's so kind and she listens to people and they just, they tell her over and over, you know, you're such a blessing. And they go on and on about her because she listens. And I think that's what we both do. We both listen to people and we're compassionate and I'm an empath. So, you know, whatever people are feeling, I'm feeling. And if somebody's sick and they come in and tell me about it, I'm sick. Just It's like, just stop. And I tell them, stop. <laughs> and they think it's funny. And, and I'm like, no, I really am in pain. You're hurting me. I have a gift, but what's your superpower? My superpower. Just mm, loving people. That's superpower. I love people. Mm-hmm. I love everybody. I give everybody more than one or two chances. I try to find the good in people. And that is, I'm very conscientious about that because if there's a time when somebody might not be very pleasant when they come in, well, of course, after they go to the cave, then they're really lovey because I feel like I'm going to turn the lava out and throw you in my cave come out a different person no but um I think that's the thing um I try to put myself in their position and say if someone didn't seem that pleasant when they walk in the door it's like oh they might have just had a bad day at work they might have just gotten stuck in traffic something bad may have just happened to them and they're not taking it out on me um so you know what I mean so it's like I try to reverse that and then I try to give them even more love and attention and then after a while you kind of find that people start to react differently. And that's that's my thing. I love to just be kind to people. Mm-hmm. I have be kind everywhere. Yeah. I have little Not
0: problems over even when with us in close proximity um we had times when there were some unpleasant people at Dave, but I think that was <laughs> their mind, you know. That capacity you always match you always people you people very very well oh, i think I yeah. so that's
1: so do you have a favorite word well my favorite word of the week last week was inspire inspiration and i i love to um deconstruct words and the word inspiration means in spa, in spirit so it's like oh uh, I just love to deconstruct words. And if you really stop and think about the root meaning of it, it's really interesting. I do that all the time. That's my, that's my gig. Um, I deconstruct words because yeah, in spirit. So inspired, you are in spirit and spirit is, you know, motivating you. I don't know. That's my word for this week. Mm-hmm. And my big my big little thing is I that think that is time. the nicest
0: thing anybody's ever asked. I think that's the nicest thing I've ever I mean, that's the nicest response I've ever gotten when I've asked that question. I love that. <laughs> so um I know you would have interviewed several times already for several things. Was there anything the that- I did not ask that you wish I had asked.
1: Well, I would like people to know that with, would you like to know about the salt cave? I mean, I was going to say, I would like people to know that the salt cave is not a one and done. It's, it's a practice. And I would really, you know, we offer package pricing. I'm also going to offer a BOGO to our clients uh, today who are listening to your, your podcast. So they can, um, so buy one, get one free. And if they send me their email, then I'll just send them the code. And so, you know, Tranquility Salt Cave, Tranquility Salt Cave. So it's www.tranquilitysaltcave.com. So, last not least, We have a signature question. Again,
0: this is the podcast on resiliency so that we can connect people to their passion for purpose. And we do that without judgment, expectation, competition, or comparison. Uh, Our signature question is How would you define resiliency and how do you
1: use resiliency to get passion to purpose? Well, resiliency to me means bouncing back. It means being open and being flexible, um, being receptive. I mean, you know, we've really had to learn. I really think this whole thing with the pandemic, we've all... Well, for, all, for one, we've all been like grounded in our room for a couple, you know, you sit down and you think about things. I think we've had quite a shift and I know there's been an, a very big energy shift and I felt it the other day. It feels like um, when Mercury's in retrograde and that's when people don't communicate, people are really rude in traffic. We have things like this with the Zoom, you know, we have uh, connection problems and computer problems so anyway there was a really big energy shift and i felt it deeply and i felt this malaise and i felt but it's not my it's not my energy it's not my malaise it's something out there so my point is um so resiliency so during this pandemic, I think we've all had to be resilient. We've all had to regroup. I mean, I'm so amazed how people have been so creative, especially you, Pat. I mean, my gosh, what'd you do? You wrote two books, you're doing your online yoga, you're doing all these things. And so everybody is, you know, having to reinvent themselves. And it's a good thing, because we kind of shed the old stuff. And now we're ready to you know, recreate and, you know, let go of that which no longer serves us and just move forward. And I mean, it's scary and it's hard at first, but, you know, we're resilient. We all bounce back. I mean, it's so exciting to me. It was like immediately people creating masks and things and, you know, getting new concepts, new way of doing things. And It's like, wow, I never knew. I, I never knew how creative people could be so quickly as a collective but also individually, you know, so we're resilient, you know, we have to bounce back. We have to, I mean, you know, yes, for us at first it was scary, you know, cause our doors had to be closed for a while, but then I thought, well, what can I do to recreate and bounce back and try new things? So, I mean, you can just give up and crawl in a hole or you can, but this is my life. I think I've been on this path forever. I don't, you know, I, I feel sorry for some people who haven't been through the hard path, you know, because they don't know how to be, resilient or how to try new things you know I mean I see some people how they've dealt with the pandemic you know some people are very fearful and yes we can be fearful but I think if we focus on that fear that will draw more fear towards us and if we're open and receptive and you know because I always tend to look at the positive it's I don't I don't think it's mean in denial, but I think it's like let's just get into the positive vortex and just draw positivity to ourselves by by being resilient and bouncing back.
0: Yes, right. I mean, it's what make life interesting, you know, and it's uh, separate uh, the uh, uh, go getters and. Absolutely. It's been a definite shift. So thanks so much, Leslie. You are such a joy to talk to. I mean, I know that I know you, and I know that you're busy. And mm-hmm. so I thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Um, this the, the, the Tranquility Soul give is this mystical magic place that people can come and visit in Columbus, Ohio, a destination spot. And you've already received quite a few accolades in multiple travel magazines. That, you know, you've been right. featured in those things. But I, you know, the goal is because you are my friend and we can this, and it's just a matter of playing around with information to create a space for you so that you will get. In once this, despite the pandemic, really truly, there's also the argument about having shut down what we have done um, was necessary, but at the same time, we're still protecting ours. You know, this is the science of whatever this virus is. We don't know what we know. So, what we want to do, you, anyways, despite all the things that are going on, is that we can help your business survive. And if we give you a platform, we will give it to you and we'll come along. So, yeah, but thanks so much for spending rest, like such a, a, an hour with me to talk mm-hmm. about your business. Tell Ross, I said hi. I, I love you, you deeply.
1: Thanks so much, Lily. But they I I'm you. We'll get together bye. soon. All right, we well, take care. Bye bye. Yes, <laughs>